This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. With elections in Taiwan now in the books and the country's new president seeking closer ties to China, where do the U.S. and China stand? Justin Logan, Associate Director of Foreign Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, provides some analysis. In general, the people in the United States, and particularly in Foggy Bottom, uh, in China-watching circles, are relieved at the election result. Ma Yingzhou is thought to be more conciliatory to China and less likely to rabble-rouse and cause uh, problems uh, in the U.S.-China-Taiwan uh, relationship. Uh, so that's thought to be uh, positive, at least in the short term. That provision, at least in the short term, is doing a lot of work in that sentence. Um, the long-term reality is unchanged. People on Taiwan don't look particularly favorably on China and have very, very little desire to be part of China. So the long-term reality is unchanged. That said, there's a lot of opportunity, at least in the short term, uh, for uh, confidence-building measures for China and Taiwan to uh, to come together. And one of the things that my, my colleague Ted Carpenter has been talking about a lot uh, has been the ability for uh, the Chinese side, at least, to, for example, stop adding missiles that are targeted at Taiwan, uh, potentially, and this is uh, my view, uh, in exchange for uh, some, some conciliatory measures that are done uh, by the Taiwanese side. So this idea of an exchange for conciliation on the Taiwanese side uh, could really break ground in the sense that uh, perhaps the Taiwanese side could recognize once again the 1992 consensus, uh, which was uh, an agreement to sort of agree to disagree on this question of one China, uh, is, is possible uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, but again, the long-term reality remains unchanged, so there's the ability or the, the the long-term reality remains unchanged. So there is, while there is hope in the short term, uh, the long term remains uh, really dicey. It would seem that there is a greater opportunity here for the U.S. to back away from its previous commitments regarding Taiwan with uh, less impact uh, for doing so. Is that the case? Well, it's always been a long shot and, and for the United States to, to back away in a meaningful, uh, decisive fashion. Uh, but at the same time, uh, these short-term uh, developments are hopeful and do provide a window for a meaningful change in U.S. policy. Uh, that should be taken up. I'm pessimistic uh, that it will be. Uh, but at the same time, the people on Taiwan refused a referendum on uh, Taiwan's membership uh, under the name Taiwan in the United Nations. Uh, they have selected a candidate uh, in, in Ma Yingzhou that is promising more ties with mainland China, not less. Uh, they have by and large, over and over, and this is another case of that, uh, embraced extraordinarily more economic ties 
with the mainland. So there is, on the part of the people of Taiwan, uh, the desire for much greater uh, economic ties with the mainland. And, and certainly, from an economic standpoint, that's all to the good. Um, so the question becomes, to what extent can Mayor Ma translate that into uh, a political outcome that uh, lowers the temperature uh, in terms of, uh, uh, again, you know, sort of the, 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 the fundamental disconnect uh, politically. And that obviously remains to be seen. Another sort of interesting curveball here is that we have a United States administration that is functionally a lame duck at this point with respect to uh, U.S.-China-Taiwan relations. And obviously, it's going to be incumbent on Mayor Ma to sort of look at U.S.-China relations, U.S.-Taiwan relations, China-Taiwan relations uh, in the context of a U.S. administration that doesn't have a whole lot of uh, uh, gunpowder dry to deal with uh, uh, breaking new ground on this issue. So there's going to be, you know, the, the Ma administration – uh, embryonic as it is, is going to look at how would we deal with uh, coming into office in the context of a McCain victory, in the context of an Obama victory, or in the context of a Hillary victory. So there's just an extraordinary amount of ambiguity there. And I think really the Chinese showed a much, much greater sense of uh, uh, subtlety, a much greater sense of uh, understanding how the Taiwanese domestic political dynamic works. The Taiwanese, excuse me, the Chinese have done some extraordinarily uh, uh, ill-advised things in the past to try to influence Taiwanese political uh, developments, and they didn't do that here. So one would hope that that's an indication that there's a much greater recognition on the part of the mainland of how Taiwanese politics works, and one would hope that would be the case with respect to how U.S. politics works on the part of Taiwanese politicians. So there's just an extraordinary amount of uncertainty and of different variables going on, uh, but it is the case that there is you know, the opportunity for some break breakthroughs here. Justin Logan, Associate Director of Foreign Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, is co-author of the analysis, Taiwan's Defense Budget, How Taipei's Free Riding Risks War. It's available for download at cato.org.